Hello and welcome to Meta Beta Gaming Solo Saturday News. I'm your host, Matthew Warbe, aka MWarbe001 for you Instagram followers. And for all you PC gamers, I'm CoolHardy100 on Steam. And if this is the first time you are with me today, Solo Saturday News is basically me by myself talking about some of the crazy gaming stories within this past week. Uh, hope everybody is having a great Saturday. I'm having an awesome Saturday, even though it's hot as hell here. But, uh, yeah, let's get on with it. Starting off, if you remember last week, I talked about Sony's new line of gaming hardware. Well, the reviews are in, and they're a mixed bag. While people talk about the great features it has, the premium quality, all that good stuff, the price is going to be a tough sell. And the price is what a lot of the negativity is all about. These peripherals are extremely expensive for their premium price tag, especially the monitors. Their 4K 144Hz monitor is going for $900. It's still under the $1,000 price point. But considering the competitors that it's pricing with in terms of the 20-inch screen, the 4K resolution, 144 hertz, it's a tough sell. It is a tough sell. While their HDR performance is leagues ahead of the other competition, it's still a tough sell. I mean, we're talking about, I would even put it in the top five best monitors ever, like comparing it to the LG Ultra Gear gaming monitor, which is 27 inches, also 4K, also could do one 144 hertz, and it also has a one millisecond response time. That monitor is still going for $700, $670. Moving on to probably the number one um, most popular and top pick gaming monitors out there in the 4K 144 hertz range is actually a new company, uh, Fizili. Fizili, which I believe is like a Chinese or Japanese manufacturer, they are selling their 28 inch 4K 144 one millisecond monitor at $610. $610. And it comes with all the bells and whistles. It comes with the 4K. It comes with the HDMI 2.1 support at 48 gigabits per second, okay? It comes with PS5, Xbox Series X support. You know, it comes with variable frame rate. It comes with HDR. It's only certified at HDR 400, but it's still a decent monitor. That's the only downside. It's still a decent monitor. Yeah, so these Sony monitors are a tough sell because of the fact that, yes, in terms of premium quality, it is leagues ahead of the others in terms of these reviews. But the price point, you're talking about almost double the price point. So while Sony is, I guess, starting off strong because at, at least their gaming monitors are not crap. They're very good. They're very good quality. It's, it is the price point, and it's probably only going to sell to the most diehard Sony fans or the people that really care about 
the one millisecond response time and the HDR quality. I mean, it's really gonna boil down to prob probably the HDR. These Sony monitors are certified as HDR 600 certified, so that's probably gonna be the price point. But still, I mean, we're talking about eight nine hundred dollars, and the t the most popular 4K 144 monitor is selling for six hundred ten dollars. That's three hundred dollars you could spend on other PC hardware or other PC peripherals. So. It's going to be a tough sell. But you know what's not going to be a tough sell? The new Terminator game. That's right. Natcons is working on a Terminator survival project coming in the distant future. That's right. We just got word that publisher Natcon is making a new Terminator game. The untitled Terminator game will be set after the events of Terminator Judgment Day, the nuclear holocaust caused by Skynet that destroyed most of humanity, and before the creation of John Connor's resistance against the machines. In other words, it'll be set before the 2019's first-person shooter game, Terminator Resistance, where players battle Skynet's uh, robots. Not much is known about this. I mean, it was just announced not too long ago. It's a survival-style game. It's coming for PC and unspecified consoles, most likely uh, Series X, PS5, but who knows if it'll come on PS4, Xbox One Series, or actually Nintendo Switch. Those are the ones that we're talking about. Yeah, I mean, Terminator Resistance was a good game. Uh, they just released a trailer for this one, so it looks good. Obviously, we have to wait more. We have to wait for actual gameplay footage, but, you know, it's... It's looking good. Everything's moving forward. That's what I want to see. And on top of that, Tyon is also working on a RoboCop game. Yes, RoboCop Rogue City just got their epic trailer showing off some gameplay content. First-person shooter style. You play as RoboCop himself battling the corruption, the crime, in Chicago of the near future, which is not the near future now, obviously, but uh, yeah, I mean, um, you can really see they're taking a lot of influence from Robocop 1, Robocop 2. They brought back the actor of actually Robocop, yes, the actual actor himself, which is also great because uh, Willer, uh, Weller, sorry, well, Weller also voiced. Uh, Robocop in the Mortal Kombat 11 DLC. So it's great to see him back, obviously. It's, I'm pretty sure they're gonna have him re-record some of his iconic Robocop lines. So it'll be good. It'll be great. Um, it turns out this is gonna set parallel between Robocop 1 and 2. It's gonna be his own contained story. Uh, yeah, I mean, the trailer looks great. Graphic-wise, the graphics actually look decent. Um, it's coming to PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, and that's consoles, as well as Nintendo Switch. So that might uh, that might set a lot of people off. Um, they might think that the because it's released on Switch, they're gonna do a lot of downgrades. It's not gonna be true next gen. But let's see. Let's see what happens. The official window is set for June 2023. You know, I mean, it's clear the developers are taking a lot of time with this game. It looks great. 
The trailer looked great. You know, they have a lot to prove, obviously. Uh, Robocop as well as Terminator, they're both fan-favorite franchises. They have a cult following. It's going to be hard for them, but I think from this trailer, they're on the right course. They're on the right course, and hopefully, you know, they'll do good by it. They'll do good by it. You know who's having a tough time right now? Square Enix. Uh, with their Final Fantasy VII Remake Trilogy. There was a recent interview posted. And it turned out that the original concept was that to have Final Fantasy VII Remake in only two parts. And not a trilogy. Yeah. Um, Square Enix explored the possibility of telling the retelling story in just two parts. Wow. <laughs> you know, with an interview with the creative director Tetsuja Nomura and producer Yoshinori Kitase, I think I said his name right. Um, you know, they talked about how they were unsure how many installments they were going to do to tell this story, this this retelling of Final Fantasy VII. Um, that was the main reason why when Final Fantasy VII Remake was first announced, that they didn't specify how many parts they were going to release because they honestly did not know. Um, it was originally planned as a trilogy, but they also explored different possibilities, and one of them was, in fact, telling just a two-part story, which probably fans would probably like because it would make spending a lot less, but, you know. Yeah, they explain, you know, it's one of the many ideas that came up at the beginning of development, yeah, that's kind of crazy. I mean, I would have liked to see a two-part story. Honestly, I would have liked a two-part two story. But uh, the main thing was, will it be condensed? Will it be condensed? That's probably one of the main things. But they have clarified that it will not be condensed. It will be the full trilogy. It will tell a complete story. Nothing will be left out. So that's kind of good. That's kind of good. I liked it. Um, you know, especially since Remake Part 1, there was, in my opinion, so much filler. Um, a lot of it was unnecessary. And it kind of dragged the story along because they needed time. They needed content to kind of spare the fans, you know, kind of hold the fans off. Because fans, obviously, there's a lot of fan rage, you know, over games taking too long to make. So they really want to hammer down the content as much as possible. So hopefully Rebirth and the third, trilo and the third trilogy will be full-fledged games. <laughs> and our final thing, Amazon Prime Day. Yes, I'm going back to Amazon Prime Day because there's some massive deals for games. There's massive deals for games. Uh, starting off with Nintendo... Monster Hunter Rise, one of Nintendo Switch's great franchises, is half off. Well, a little less than half off. I would say about 45% off. So you, you, you can get Monster Hunter Rise for only $35. Nintendo has never really done great on deals. Like, look at these prices. Like, Animal Crossing is only $50. Like, really? The game is, like, dead in the water, and then they're only giving it $10 off. Like, Really? That's one of the bad things. Like Zelda Breath of the Wild. They only knocked off 20 bucks. Like it's $40. Sony at least has a better deal. I mean, look at this. 
Battlefield 2042 is only $20. Well, considering almost nobody plays it, maybe that's why. But yeah, um, Elden Rings is $48. Demon Souls, $58. You know, uh, Ghostwire Tokyo for our Amazon Prime Day is $32, which is a great game. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake, another older game, uh, $47. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, Rainbow Six Extraction, $13, guys. AAA, great game, $13. Resident Evil Village, half off, $30. Spider-Man, Miles Morales, $30. Like Yakuza Like a Dragon, $30. So at least in terms of Sony, their games are more or less going to be close to 50% off on Amazon Prime Day. Uh, Xbox, we're seeing similar similar 50% off sales with some of their big franchises um Elden Rings 46 bucks Far Cry 6 $33 Forza Horizon 5 is half off at $32 um Gran Turismo 5 20 bucks Gran Turismo 5 wow Gran Turismo 5 has been along PS3 PS4 wow PS5, 360, Xbox One, Xbox Series consoles, yeah. Wow, three generation of console games, and Grand Theft Auto V is still going strong. Halo Infinite is $37. Uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, $24, which is kind of sad. I thought they would put that game lower. Um, Rainbow Six Extraction, $13. Uh, Final Fantasy Origins, $45. So, yeah, um, Amazon Prime is looking pretty good uh we got controller sales we got power a enhanced wireless controllers for the switch um which is around 15 dollars off yeah about 15 dollars off uh give or take um the original sale of this of this controller was like 55 dollars i think the original price and they knocked it down like 15 bucks so it's around 43 dollars which is not bad because I actually did I actually did buy this con uh controller and it's a decent controller. It's actually not that bad. Um you know, grips for your Nintendo Switch, uh they go for about forty five bucks. X the original Xbox uh controllers, they're on sale. They're gonna be on sale for fifty dollars. Uh they knocked off ten dollars, which kinda sucked. Uh Razer for Razer's brand of Xbox controllers. Uh, they're gonna knock off twenty bucks, so it'll be around one hundred thirty for Amazon Prime. Uh, yeah, I mean it's games are sh showing more sales than hardware themselves, given the fact there is a shortage. Probably they don't want to release too much. Obviously, a Amazon's big sales are with the TVs, um, their four K TVs and stuff like that. They're really hammering those down as well as their other devices but in terms of gaming this is not bad i mean toshiba's yeah their 4k tvs are not that great actually no their 4k tvs are actually not that bad but yeah amazon day is fast approaching and remember if you're an amazon prime member for, for amazon prime uh weekend they're also giving you free games uh, you log into Prime Gaming, you log in with your Amazon account, and you will get access to some of their free content that they are releasing for Prime Day. 
So that's our solo Saturday news, guys. I know it's not vast as my previous ones, but, you know, it's games are becoming harder and harder to find news from, especially in a one-week period, but I still try. Hopefully next week there'll be more exciting gaming news, and I can continue to do this every single Saturday. So, as always, guys, this is MRBay001 for all you Instagram followers and for all you PC gamers. I'm CoolHardy100 on Steam. Also, if you want to follow my co-host for the regular MetaBeta Gaming episodes, his name is Paris Woods. You can find him on Sweet underscore Heart Paris. And as always, guys, have an awesome Saturday. Stay cool, stay safe, and I'll catch you next week.